Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, everybody. In today's episode, so we're, so here's the thing. There's a podcast I listen to I really actually enjoy. They make fun of 75% of the bands I like. I still love these guys. These guys, honestly, they're, they're funny. They're the complete package for a podcast, and I want to give them complete credit for this. But I, you ever, you know how like in in school you had a substitute teacher, right? Who just you know came in, you know taught you some things because the regular teacher wasn't there. Well, as much as I like these guys, they're not always there for the whole entire curriculum of bad music. And now here's the thing: this, uh, even though I'm saying. James Blunt sucks in the title basically because it says your favorite band sucks. Um, I don't think that at all. In fact, I think James Blunt might be one of the so- most soulful, true artists I've ever seen and even listened to. And this is going to be a thing. I'm basically going to fill in where I think for artists that I think uh, that my favorite, because this is one of my favorite pod. It is one of my favorite podcasts. Your favorite band sucks happens to actually be one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. Um, I like to listen to like Joe Rogan, but then I stumbled on this by accident and I found out that like, I wouldn't say 75% of the bands, but like 50%. Um, and I felt James Blunt was probably one of the most criticized back in the day, not today. No, in fact, I don't think youngsters even know who James Blunt is. Um, but, but James really, honestly, his entire backstory is pretty incredible. You know, he, he, um, served in the military, uh, uh, for the British. He was just an interesting guy overall. And I think he, um, he made an interesting contribution to music. I, I think, you know, you could diss Blunty all you want, my boy, but he honestly, uh, like I said, his music's very soulful more than I think people give it credit for as far as the soulfulness uh, of it goes. Um, so I'm, I've been a huge fan of James Blunt's for a very long time. I cannot get enough of the guy's music. I think it's stellar. I think it's incredible. Um, and I think to diss his music is, um, it's, it's definitely low-hanging fruit. He's one of the more talented musicians I've ever heard. Does he have much of a vocal range? No. His octave range is a little bit shitty, but. Um, but he's just a great fucking artist and it it bugs the hell out of me that there are legitimate people out there who just don't like this guy. Um, and look, you know, everybody, music is a subjective thing for the most part, but, but if you like the Beatles, right, if you can tolerate the Beatles, which I'll agree with, um, the, your favorite band sucks podcast, I'll agree with this Beatles are a shitty band. Hold on. I'll put on pause real quick. Sorry about that. I had to put it on a quick pause. It was, of course, you know, it was like five minutes for me, but a split second for you guys. So <laughs> what I love about Blunt, uh, is, as far as a musician artist goes, um, I think he's brutally honest. He's actually hilarious on Twitter. He was actually one of the few reasons I, I ever go on Twitter. I think Twitter overall is a waste of space. And uh, even my boy Blunty, James Blunt, agrees Twitter, the world would be better off without Twitter. 
And I hope Jack Dorsey finally sees that because Twitter is really just a place to keep your attention span lower. And it's really just an echo chamber at this point. Um, I miss the days when it used to be overrun by bots. I think it was a lot more wholesome back then. Um, but yeah, no, I think James Blunt really is one of the most soulful artists I've ever seen. And I think he doesn't get enough credit for what he's put out there for music. Um, his music is great. It's a little depressing sometimes, don't get me wrong. He definitely, uh, there are songs I've listened to, I just bawled my eyes out, you know. Um, in a lot of ways, he kind of reminds me of like uh, Adele a little bit, because Adele's music's very uh, heartbroken shit, very, I think it's mo- hers is a little more one-dimensional, though. That's the only thing, the only criticism I have of Adele is all of her albums are about like ex-lovers for the most part. I, I have trouble with that. Now, my girlfriend loves Adele. Adele's talented she's a great songwriter but I really wish I hope one of these days she stops singing about her long lost loves and starts talking about maybe a a better day you know not all music has to be about pain um even Blunt uh in later in his career started making more kind of happy happier go luckier songs uh, but he also started being more truthful with how he felt I think when he first started in the music business uh, he kind of remind he was kind of trying to make more radio friendly songs for the most part. And he made some great albums. Don't get me wrong, and he did have some ghostwriters uh, who wrote quite a bit uh, for his songs. Uh, I think "Your Beautiful" was a it was a com- well, I think he combined with ghostwriters. I think he would give them the idea, and they would articulate it in very clever. Words now, you're beautiful. Although played multiple times over the years, um, is still probably one of the greatest songs out there. One of my favorite songs of the 2000s decade. I think it belongs in the top ten. You could say it was overplayed. Yeah, it was overplayed. Luckily, I didn't. Well, I didn't listen to the radio that much. So, <laughs> I mean, I listened to the radio, but I didn't listen to it all the time. But when I first heard the song, I actually watched the music video. I didn't hear it on the radio first. I actually think I watched the music. If I remember correctly, I found the music video first. And um, I was pretty impressed. I got to admit, now, my girlfriend's going to probably be like, my girlfriend knows that my taste in music is, um, uh, makes me a woman. And I love Blunt, man. He, if you go and listen to his, his, his oh, if you listen to his songs, man, it's fucking art. Um, and I think the one thing I like about him the most is it, it feels authentic. What he is saying comes from someplace comes from real feelings. And you know, like you could tell when somebody's being true in their voice, like you can hear it, you can feel it. It's all there. Yeah. With, with blunt man, he, uh, sometimes the, the hairs in the back of my neck, my skin, I get goosebumps. Listen to some of his songs, man. And that's why like when he makes new music, I'm just like, I'm all on board, man. I'm all on board. I got to listen to his stuff. Um, he he's such a great artist, but yeah. You know, on another note, though, like I said, your favorite band sucks. It's one of my. It's pretty much my top five favorite podcasts. It's really fun to listen to. But I thought about it, and I was like, yeah. Um, I just feel like there's some bands that they're missing out on, and I feel like um, I feel like your favorite band sucks can actually be a podcast. Um, not with just those two guys. I cannot remember their names though. Like the hosts of the podcast, it's like. I, they don't say their names often enough in the podcast. I just don't always remember their names. Um, 
<laughs> at least as far as I remember. I haven't like watched every single episode, but they're funny dudes. Um, I think one of them's name's Dave, but no, they're really funny dudes. Like I mean that wholeheartedly. Um, they're just fun to listen to. They did one on BTS recently. The, the I don't even know what BTS stands for, quite frankly. Um, it's like the Korean pop boy band. And they made some damn good points. I mean, like, the entire music industry surrounding the boy bands is a dark, dark place. Like, it's really dark. It's a little bit concerning. Um, so, I don't know, man. I I just want to give props to the podcast because it's fun, man. I mean, they're dissing bands that people typically like. And you know what? They're exposing the bands that people particularly like. And I think it's great because I think most people are afraid to admit the Beatles suck. I think it's just a fear thing. I think they're afraid of like what their friends will think. Like I have no problem telling my girlfriend, I think the Beatles are overrated. They're basically like the Justin Bieber's before Justin Bieber existed. Uh, they're basically Justin Bieber. If he did shrooms and did a lot of psychedelics, which Bieber could be doing that. So he could be pulling a Beatles sort of situation here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, with the whole boy band scene, in music, and pop music's cool. I mean, I'm totally fine with it. It's a little repetitious, but not everything has to be overly complex to sound great. You know, sometimes you could just have the right arrangement, the right uh, chord structures. I'm not big on music theory. I'm kind of musically retarded. I just love listening to it. I do love to sing. Um, I play okay guitar. Um, I, I still think I should take lessons. I got rhythm. I know how to play chords. But I, uh, as far as lead guitar goes, I'm a little bit tarted with my hands, and I, I'm very basic with my chord structure. So, uh, I mean, you don't have... I mean, that's the beauty about pop is you don't have to be that great of a musician, at least instrumentally, to, to succeed. If you have a voice, a good voice, and you can actually sing properly, then you're pretty much a-okay. And even if you can't sing properly, there's still the magic of auto-tune people can use and um, so this is so many variables it's such a fun thing though i love i love 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 uh i do love pop music i'm addicted but no this is james blunt i felt it is it, different it's, so 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 um uh, the your favorite band sucks podcast did uh a show on coldplay now, I thought they were actually going to diss Coldplay, and I was scared because I was like, dude, I love fucking Coldplay. I was like, dude, I legitimately love Coldplay. Are they the best band ever? No. Oh, no, but you can, you don't have to think. I mean, good music is good music, right? Great music is great music. I think they're great. <laughs> I've always sincerely loved Coldplay, and I was so afraid they were actually going to diss Coldplay, but it turned out quite the opposite, just like the Nickelback episode, which I don't know if they were being serious on the Nickelback one. They were a little too pro-Nickelback. <laughs> and it was released on April 1st. But I'm a big Nickelback fan, too. Like, le legitimately a Nickelback fan. So when they did one on Coldplay, I was like, ah, they might actually be dissing Coldplay. Fuck. It's like, don't do this, because I was like, dude, they are a great band. And it turned out it was, like, basically a Coldplay support video. Like, a, it's like almost like a PSA. Like, Coldplay is the best. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, doing this show, I just want to say this right now. I'm a big fan of a lot of these different podcasts, but I feel like I am. Okay, so you know, like in basketball, you know, like they have the bench players, right? I feel like I'm the bench player for these guys, right? When they're when they're not putting up the numbers or they're tired and they need to sit out and they, they need that guy to fill in and do the things that they're not doing. 
you know, I'm that bench player on the basketball team, man. I'll come in and I'll be your sixth man of the year, right? So I'm the, I am officially, unofficially, <laughs> the, uh, the Your Favorite Band Sucks podcast's backup singer. I am their backup caster, <laughs> which I actually like. So I just want to say this right now. Their production quality is pretty fucking cool. Um, they actually put more work into their setup than, than I have. I've got a great camera, sure. My camera's solid, but I don't have multiple cameras. <laughs> you know, if I did, that'd be sick. I might actually consider getting multiple cameras and just kind of switching them back and forth. They basically just, you know, and that's the only thing I'm really missing at this point because I got a decent microphone. Um, my setup's messy, though. I keep it this way on purpose. This is, is really... You know, this show is more of a vocal show than it is. I mean, I like to show things on my screen sometimes. But let's just put it like this. Blunt, and I'm not going to show any James Blunt videos because I don't feel like getting the video shut down. I just want to talk about how much I love the guy. Um, He's been actually, he was one of the reasons I wanted to play guitar. Straight up one of the reasons I thought playing guitar would be kind of fun. Because, um... If you ever watch uh, Blunt and what he does in his um, with his music, he's actually really creative. I think he doesn't get enough he doesn't get enough uh, credit for how creative the guy is. I think he's he made pop music a little more tolerable. Now you're probably gonna say "Your Beautiful" is an intolerable song, but it's only intolerable because they played it so much. This is a testament to how good the song was. Like it was so good that they eventually just overplayed its welcome. You know that happens to really good songs. If you were to play "Your Beautiful" to somebody who had never heard it, right? Like seriously, in today's age, even though today's age is very EDM centric for a lot of stuff or like hip hop shit, I think if you played it to people who do like contemporary adult uh alt rock or alt music of any kind or just general pop i think you'd have a pretty good response for like for the younger generation like if people were if like the younger generation was to react to james blunt they'd be like wow this this guy's actually pretty solid so james if you ever get around to watching this i really do love your music straight up a hundred percent like i like Seriously, number one fan right here. And my friends have called me gay for it. <laughs> I think my mom thought I was gay for a while just because of how much I love your music. Because, like, you know, you're a flamboyant man. Put it out there. I'm a little bit flamboyant, too. But, no, you're really one of my favorite artists, dude. You uh, got me through some tough times. Um, I think your your music really it strikes a chord with me, man. It strikes a real chord. Uh, it's like Snow Patrol. And Snow Patrol, one thing I like about Gary Lightbody is when you listen to him do his vocals, uh, there's pain, there's pleasure, there's real emotion behind the vocals. I feel like in today's era of music, um, I don't feel like there's a lot of soul for a lot of these bands and a lot of these songs. Not of not, not soul coming from them, I don't feel it. you know. And that's the only thing I like about James Blunt. There's no auto-tune, as far as I know. I think he did a couple EDM songs where they auto-tuned and fancified his voice a little bit. Um, but overall in all of his albums, it's pure him. It's purely him. Maybe they add some reverb and shit, but that's fine. It reverbs natural, but he is naturally one of the best singers in fact I've ever, ever heard. Um, so kudos to you, James. You've been one of my favorite artists for the longest time. Um, 
sign my titties, dude. <laughs> no. But no, he's really a fun dude. I can't, um, I can't think of anything else more I want to say about a musical legend like him. I think he should go down. I don't know if there's like a pop music hall of fame. I know he's not rock and roll. I know he's not a rock and roll artist for sure. I think it'd be fun to hear him do a rock song. I think if if the world was smart or smarter, uh, they would have Blunty, my boy Blunty, just do more uh, more rock and roll. I'd love to hear that. Um, but yeah, Blunt really is one of the best artists I've ever heard. I I can't like seriously. I can't tell you guys how much I've appreciated his. Yeah, just how, how do you say it? How do you say it, man? It's just how how real he is. He's very funny too. Like seriously, look at his Twitter. Follow him on Twitter. I don't know if he still does Twitter. I haven't been on Twitter in a while. Um, I call it Twatter at this point, but he, he's funny. Like <laughs> his comebacks are pretty stellar. Um, but but blunt man, you just gotta know, dude. There are people who love your music, and you've affected a lot of people positively, whether you realize it or not. Um. I hope you don't give up music. I really hope you continue to make music sincerely. You are one of my favorite artists. And I kind of wanted to do this show because I don't think I'm going to do a lot of these shows. There are a couple bands I really, really hate. And I think that uh, your favorite band sucks needs to expose them for how bad they are. But, you know, those will come every once in a while. Like I said, consider me the substitute teacher for this show. Like, they need it. You know, because they're good, they're good, but they're not getting they're not getting all the bands that they need to get. Um, I mean, I don't have all the facts laid out right now for Blunt, but the thing that's great about James Blunt is he's, you know, he's got a very angelic voice for a dude. Like I, I like the first time I heard it, I was like, "There's no way that dude is a dude," but he is a dude. Uh, but he's he's got such an interesting timbre to his voice. Just so much fun to listen to you guys. Like seriously, do yourself a favor. If you're like a Gen Zer, or if you've never heard of James Blunt in your life, like I said, he kind of rose to popular. Well, let's see, he his first debut album was in 2004. Uh, first music video I think that was released, or at least the first music video that got popular, I think it was in 2005. It was "You're Beautiful." You know, he had um, I think "High" was his first official single that was released. I, I could be wrong on this. I just remember "High" was his first music video. I think. And then I think you're beautiful came second, but you're beautiful. Just man, the moment I think, I think the moment lots of radio stations heard it, they're like, this is a good song. <laughs> this is incredible. Uh, and when they played it on like MTV and stuff or VH1, yeah, it's just like, it, it struck a chord with people. It struck a chord with me. Like I've, I'm, I would like to consider myself somebody who really appreciates music. Maybe not the most knowledgeable person with music, but I appreciate good music. And Blunt, you are one of the most stellar musicians I have ever seen. Keep up the fucking good work. I mean, I think he's, over time, I think his voice has deteriorated a little bit. He doesn't sound as great as he used to, but there's still that same emotion, that same shiver down my spine I get when I listen to him sing a song. When I listen to those lyrics, it's like, whoa. It hits you in weird ways. So um, he's just, please do yourself a favor. Everybody listening to this little uh, little podcast. Um, yeah, just get in on it, man. Get in on it. <laughs> he's the best. 
Anyway, thank you guys for taking the time to view this video. Once again, stay safe, stay sexy, um, have sex with the like button, have sex with the subscribe button. And also, if you want to, you can have sex with the dislike button. You go for it, man. You go, girl. Um, but thank you guys. Once again, stay safe, rock and roll. And, uh, and if you like James Blunt, and your favorite band rocks. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Anyway, thank you guys. Have an incredible rest of the day. Bye.